Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Just great radio. Good morning and welcome to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, where we continue our Advent journey. Oh, the holly, she bears a berry as white as the milk. Today we continue to look at the Christmas alphabet, going with the letters from H through to N. And our contributors are Andy, Tom, Mags, Martin, Wilda, Aidan and Bibi. And we shall be hearing more from them later. Also, you may have noted that there are signs up at various churches that go and say joy to the world. And there is a joy to the world campaign taking place, especially in County Offaly with Maybe you got a little booklet through the post and we have some contributors speaking about that as well on the show. Plus, to add to all of that, some dates for your diary. So please have a pen and a paper handy of various carol services and things that are taking place. So much to look forward to, but let's get the ball rolling with the letter H for Holly. Hello everybody, Andy Boyd here and the letter H. There's a Christmas hymn called The Holly and the Ivy and I'll read it to you here now. The holly bears a blossom as white as lily's flower and Mary bore sweet Jesus to be our dear saviour. The holly bears a berry as red as any blood and Mary bore sweet Jesus Christ to do poor sinners good. The holly bears a prickle as sharp as any thorn and Mary bore sweet Jesus Christ on Christmas Day in the morn. So there we have three features of the holly tree. Number one, we have the blossom. Number two, we have the berry. And number three, we have the thorn. And the blossom speaks of the purity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what we have, if we go to First Peter chapter 2, verse 22, it speaks of the purity of Christ, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. So that's the blossom and the purity of Christ. Secondly, we have the crimson red berry of the holly tree. And if we go to Romans chapter 5, verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, shall we be saved from wrath through him. That's the crimson red blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And finally, number three, the thorn or the prickle, as it says in the hymn. John chapter 19, verse 5 says, Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold the man. Thank you very much, everybody. I wish you all a happy, a holy, and a blessed Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. I is for Emmanuel. I love Christmas time. The lights, the tree, the decorations, the presents, the food, time with family, Christmas carols in the shops. But sadly, sometimes amidst all the glitter, the real meaning of Christmas can elude us, and we end up wondering, what's it all about? as we pack away the Christmas lights for another year. Thankfully, God's word dispels the darkness. The Apostle Peter says that we have the word of the prophets, we have the Bible, and that we would do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. 2,700 years ago, one prophet, Isaiah, said that one day someone would come into the world, someone called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Time passed slowly until one day, 700 years later, God sent an angel to a virgin called Mary to tell her that she'd have a baby, a son, and that he would be called Emmanuel. And so prophecy was fulfilled. But why did Jesus come? Galatians 4 says that when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a virgin, born under the law, to redeem those under the law. 
Emmanuel came to set free those who were carrying the heavy burden of trying to make themselves right with God by their never good enough law keeping. Jesus, the spotless Lamb of God, grew to manhood. Carrying the cross to Golgotha, he laid down his life to take the punishment for the sins of all who would believe, all who would turn from their sin and trust him and him only as their saviour, their sin bearer. This Christmas, I pray that you too would turn from your sin, turn to Jesus, Emmanuel, and trust him as your redeemer, your saviour. And by his spirit, he will be Emmanuel, God with you this Christmas and forevermore. Amen. James for Jesus, God's one and only son, came from heaven to save us and show us how to love. A baby born to save us from our sin as we worship and adore him at this Christmas time. May he be honoured and adored for he showed us what is love. We worship and we love you, Lord, and glory all to you. Thank you, Jesus. Happy Christmas. Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. And we're going to continue our journey through the Christmas alphabet, taking it back up again with the letter K. But before we do that, here is Carol sharing on what the statement, Joy to the World, means to her. My name is Cory and I'm 17 years old. I'm currently staying in Burr, County Offaly. What does Joy to the World mean to me? Well especially at this time of year, during the Christmas season, but also during my daily life, I am reminded of the amazing work that God has done for us. Not only did he set us free from our sins, but he gave us the opportunity to truly know him and to have a relationship with him, and that is the greatest gift of all. We get to experience his joy, love, peace and hope in our daily life, He is a constant comforter and guider in our daily life. Throughout my life, I am reminded of the amazing joy that God brings into our lives. Where there is hopelessness, He brings hope. Where there is sorrow, He brings joy. And where there is loneliness, He brings love. God has truly changed my life forever, and I hope to share that with everyone. Today's letter is K for Kings. Jesus, our Lord and our Saviour was born in a little stable in Bethlehem because there was no room for him in any place else in that town. King Herod, he was the king of Judea and of Bethlehem and he had no room for Jesus in his life, didn't want him in his life or in his kingdom. In fact, he had a plan that he would kill the firstborn, every boy that was firstborn and hopefully then he thought he would kill Jesus as well. But God the Father had a plan and a purpose of salvation for his people. And in John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. How will you celebrate the birth of Jesus this Christmas? Will it be with or without Jesus in your life? If you accept Jesus into your life and into your heart, you will receive the greatest gift that you have ever received at Christmas. That's the gift of salvation, the gift of forgiveness of sins, and the gift of eternal life. This Christmas, keep Christ in 
Christmas and in your life. Every blessing for Christmas. Hey guys, today is day 12 of our Christmas alphabet, which brings us to the letter L. The word I have chosen for this is light. A verse I'd like to share with you is Psalm 119 verse 105, which is, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now you may be like, what's that got to do with Christmas or the Christmas story? Well, the star was a light unto the wise men's path guiding their way to Jesus. Now, that wasn't a very straightforward path or an easy path as it took them approximately two years. We can see it took them this long as it says in Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 that Herod killed all male children ages two or under as he knew from the wise men the exact date the star appeared. Just as the light of the star led the wise men to Jesus who is the light of the world so his word will lead us on the same path of discovery. So, do you want to be a wise man this Christmas and let the light guide your path? Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Just great radio. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. And we're going to continue our journey through the Christmas alphabet. Okay, so today we're talking about the letter M. And for the letter M, we're talking about my favourite Christmas food, which is a mince pie here. My mother makes the best mince pies, so good that in fact I once ate 13 mince pies in one Christmas. So you might be wondering how would I relate mince pies to the Christmas story. Well, remember when I was younger and my parents first told me that a mince pie had mincemeat in it. I'm sure a lot of people can remember this. And you were really confused because mincemeat, obviously, you'd automatically think of beef. So I was automatically really, really confused about um, a mince pie and what was in a mince pie. And I was also thinking, I thought about then characters in the Bible story who would have been really confused. I mean, Joseph and Mary, think how much a shock it must have been to them that they were pregnant with this child before they were even married. Think about the shepherds in the field whenever the angel appeared to them and told them to, to go to the stable. Think about the wise men when, Herod, when in a dream they were warned not to go back to Herod. Think of how uh, confused they must have been. But um, I sort of think in a band, there's a verse in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the congregations of the saints. So God doesn't bring confusion. God brings reassurance and he brings, as it says there, peace. And so whenever I did bite into a mince pie, I found it wasn't beef, but it was raisins and sweet things. As an eight-year-old, you're very happy. And then you can look back at the Christmas story in the same way. You can see how all the characters that trusted God, Sheen saw their confusion disappeared. And so I just hope you remember that when you're eating a mince pie, that even though you might once have been confused, just like characters in the Bible, we should trust God because he will remove all confusion and he will give us peace. The letter I've picked today is N for Nativity. The dictionary says nativity is the occasion of a person's birth. Our Christmas meaning of the nativity is a celebration, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour. Christians celebrate God's love for the world through the birth of Jesus. It is our opportunity to praise and give thanks for the love and hope found in Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, God gave Jesus, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus, however, didn't stay a little baby in the manger. He came to do his father's will, which was to live a sinless life, 
and die on the cross to take the punishment for our sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And the Bible also tells us in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The birth of Jesus was and is part of God's salvation plan, which began in eternity and fulfilled by Jesus in his atoning death on the cross for our sins. So remember when celebrating the birth of Jesus, our Savior at Christmas, celebrate more the salvation of God's plan through the birth, life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have a lovely Christmas. John Bolton from New Life Church in Borough. Joy to the World Awfully is a great campaign aimed at giving everybody the chance to connect with the real meaning of Christmas, and that is the God that created us. Jesus Christ became a man at Christmas time as the babe in the major, and later grew up to speak the words of truth. And in his own words, know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I can honestly say that this has been true of my life. I went through a fierce time of despair at one time and I cried out to God to help me. And miraculously, I was instantly delivered from depression and despair. And my life has really changed since then. And I can honestly say that joy has been has been a great part of my life since that day. And I'd love to see it shared with everybody. Thank you and a happy Christmas. Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Just great radio. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. So I've been going on for the last few weeks about joy to the world and it's telling you that a little booklet may have come to you in the post. I haven't received said booklet in the post yet, but I was given one. And I shall read an extract to you now. It's a gift for you this Christmas. Joy to the world. Christmas Journeys Christmas journeys are told in chronological order in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, taken from the New Living Translation. Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary, and she was engaged to marry a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son, and is now in her sixth month. 
for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 The birth of Jesus foretold to Joseph. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. A few days later, Mary hurried on to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy, for you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Amen. And the Lord will bless the reading of his word to us. But this is an extract, as I've said, from a little booklet that you may have received through your door called Joy to the World. So, folks, I told you to have a pen and a paper ready and that I had some announcements. And, of course, those announcements are in regard to carol services that are taking place today and beyond. So are you ready? St. Mary's Church of Ireland in Athlone are holding their carol service at 11am and all are welcome. Then moving from Athlone to Tullamore, Presbyterian Church is holding their carol service at 11am also. Then if you want to skip down the street, you can pop into the Tullamore Methodist Church for their traditional carol service at 12pm. And if that's not enough, you can head on then to St. Catherine's for the community carol service held in Hop Hill and it is at 4pm. However, if you really want to finish the day on a really exciting note and you're not all caroled out at that stage, well, Burr Churches Together are holding their ecumenical carol service which is at 7pm and is held in Burr Methodist Church, the collection of which is going to four local charities along with the recent bikeathon money that was raised. So that's a fairly action-packed Sunday for all if you wish to take it on. Then later in the week in Shinron 
in St. Mary's Church of Ireland at 7.30pm on Thursday the 21st of December there is an event, a concert called The Longest Night which consists of reflections on the season of Advent in word and song both sacred and secular. It's a free event and all are welcome to come and pause for a moment in the busyness of Christmas and the preparations of all that takes place to have a time of reflection. Then on Friday in Moat, the carol service is taking place there in the Church of Ireland at 8pm. So folks, that's all my announcements. Thank you so much for joining me for this show today. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Show your grace and turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Amen.